All right. How you guys doing? Good. How are you? Doing so good. Yeah, I'm good. so glad that you guys uh, have decided to join us and uh, do some some speaking and hanging out with us this weekend. Yeah? You excited about it? Um, why don't you go ahead and uh, introduce yourselves and tell us uh, a few of the classes that you teach. I am John Kerr. I've been here at Ozark for a few years now. I teach primarily in Old Testament, so I do like History of Ancient Israel, Isaiah, all the stuff I know that you guys would love to take, those really exciting classes. Yeah, that's right. Hebrew language, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> all that fun that's stuff. Cool. All that good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Right. And uh, I'm Mike Ackerman. I've been here about five years, and I teach... Uh, mostly New Testament, so teach uh, some classes through the Gospels, class through First and Second Timothy and Titus, First Corinthians, and then uh, I also teach some church planning classes. Fantastic! And which I just went uh, to New York with Mike, and uh, it was a it was a grand old time. A couple a weeks a couple weeks ago, this guy was beatboxing in Brooklyn. Yeah, that's, that's the true. type of thing we do yeah. here. <laughs> I, I totally um, believe it. Yeah, that's that's what we do here. Uh, hashtag this is OCC. Um, so, so yeah, so we're really excited to have you guys up. Um, I do have I have one more question uh, for you guys before we get into things. Uh, this is just a this is a fun question that I ask people to try to get to know them. Um, if you had to fight one animal bigger than a golden retriever, what would it be and why? I know mine. If you no, you go okay. ahead. I um, knew his kangaroo. Kangaroo. Yeah. Why? Did you see that video that was going around? The guy that the guy that punched the kangaroo. Yeah. Yes, it I saw inspiring. that. It was inspiring. We could all punch kangaroos. If there's and one thing you learned well, this weekend, and it definitely looks challenging, but like possible. Oh, definitely possible. You could walk away bruised, or you could walk away a champion. Right. That's that's great. I love it, John. You know, I've never been much of a fighter. Um, I'm not sure I could beat much of anything. So, you know, I don't, I don't know if I have the scale right. I'm not sure if it's, you know, if maybe a small golden retriever, if we can go with that, then okay. I, my choice would be a sloth. A sloth? Yeah. Yeah. That is definitely bigger than a, than a puppy golden retriever. I think that's my best It shot. would take it five years to swing a punch at you. Yeah. You know, so... That's great. No, I love it. That's fantastic answers. All right. Well, to get to get started, um, to continue, you know, just having a little fun, and uh, we're actually going to play a game. All right, we're going to play a game with these two uh, here on stage. Is that okay with you guys? You guys good with that? Sounds yeah. Good. All right. So I have these these headphones. Um, if you just want to put those on there, Mike. Okay. Uh, the uh, yeah, it goes there. You go, just like that. There's actually a little switch on the right side. Okay. Yeah. Just turn that on. And um, I'm going to plug that into my phone, and I've got some uh, classical music on my phone. Don't, don't break my ears. Oh, I, I will. I will rupture your eardrums. Um, hashtag this is OCC. Uh, okay, so I'm going to play some music so you can't hear anything. All right? Can you hear me right now? Yes. Um, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can't hear anything. You can't hear anything? I can't hear anything. What? <laughs> I can't hear anything. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. All right. Well, I'm going to pause it so you actually can't hear me for a second. So this is this is the game we're going to play. Uh, it's a fun game uh, called the Whisper Challenge. And so how this is going to work, some of you guys may know what I'm talking about. How this is going to work is I am going to say a phrase to you with music blaring. 
<laughs> These folks down here are super excited. Um, so we're going to play with the, with the music blaring. I'm going to say this phrase, and you have to try to guess what I'm saying by reading my lips and like tell me what you think I'm saying. Okay. But the music's going to be so loud. Okay. So don't scream at us. Um, I mean, unless you unless you feel like you need to. Okay. Is that too loud? What? I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's working. All right. <laughs> Little Debbie Cupcakes. Can I get that one more time? Little Debbie Cupcakes. One more time. <laughs> Little Debbie Cupcakes. One more time. <laughs> Little Little Debbie Cupcakes. The lid is scrumptious. There was one more word. L- little Debbie Cupcakes. The little scrumptious. <laughs> no? Alright, I turned the music off. It was little Debbie Cupcakes. So I got little. You got little, yeah. You got something, something in fact was little, yeah. Alright, so. That's hard. It is, it's a tough one, right? Yeah. It's, it's a tough one. Okay. John, I'm gonna I'm play. Okay. Tell me if it's too loud. Okay, I will. No, it's not too loud. Okay. <laughs> no, it's fine. All right. Can you hear me? I guess not. All right. All right. Olive juice. <laughs> Olive juice. I figured you weren't telling me you loved me, so... Yeah, well... Yeah, no, yeah, that would be weird for all of us. Um, that was good, that was good. Man, he's he's winning. Um, okay, here we go. Still, still good? Okay. Pumpkin spice latte. Bubbly and spicy. <laughs> Pumpkin spice latte. Pumpkin spice latte. Oh my gosh, yes. You guys, you're getting better at this. All right, this is the last one. All right, let's see what you got, John. Gosh. It is it's very loud. Hold on. It's Bach. The song switches. Because it's educational. Hold on. It's okay. song. Oh, it's between tracks. Oh, it's between tracks? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh. <laughs> Stop my heart, John. All right. This is the last one. Sip some SpaghettiOs. <laughs> Debbie Debbie Downer. <laughs> Sip some SpaghettiOs. <laughs> Zippy Zippy Kayo. Last one, last one. Sip some SpaghettiOs. Give me one more. Sip some SpaghettiOs. <laughs> Zippity uppity spaghettios. Very close, very close. It was sip some spaghettios. Okay. Okay, so you got you got so darn close. That was give it up for them. I mean, honestly, good job, good job. Yo, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take. Oh, yo, all right. He's Mike's got my phone.
This is cool. Mike's got my phone. I feel like I had it confiscated. I'll give you your phone. Can I keep the headphones, though? Um, no. <laughs> um, you, can, you can hold on to them for right now if you want. Yeah, just right there. Um, okay. So uh, thank you guys so much for agreeing to play that game. It was a fun time. I think we all enjoyed that. The audience sure enjoyed it. Um, so this weekend we're kind of talking about... Um, what it means to follow God's will and how, and how do we follow God's will? How do we know what God's will is? It's, uh, it's really a tricky question uh, that we all wrestle with at some point. And I feel like the common answer that we k- tend to come up with is, I have no idea. Um, and, and part of that, and there's actually a tie into this game, if you didn't know. Um, part of that <laughs> is uh, it, there's, a li- there's a listening aspect. And uh, I think we'll, we'll touch more on that later. But... Um, I'm going to go ahead and start, and I'm going to direct this first question at you. We're just going to have some question, you know, talk this out, and see if we can try to get to the bottom of how do we follow God's will? How do we know what God's will for our lives is? Um, I'm going to direct this first question at, at you, John. So why do you think that it is hard to follow God's will? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I think there's probably a lot of things that make it difficult. Um, I think one of the things is that we have a lot of voices in our culture that are like kind of coming at us and telling us what to do. So, you know, let's say we're trying to figure out, you know, where do I go to college? Well, you've got like your parents and maybe people at church and then your friends and then maybe guidance counselor and teachers. And then you've got, you know, things you read in the news or um, on social media, you know, and so you have all these voices and it's hard to know like, well, which one is better? How do I decide? Um, and I think, you know, it goes for a lot of decisions that we try to make. We have so many voices kind of speaking into our lives from all of these different areas. It's like, well, how do I know which one is right? Which one's good? How do I know if I'm, I'm supposed to be listening for what God has to say? Is one of them God's voice? And if so, how do I tell that? You know, I think it can just be really difficult with all of these messages coming at us all the time. For sure. For sure. Um, so, um, with that, is there, has there been a time in your own life where it's been hard? Like honestly, with all of those outside voices trying to discern what that is, has there been a time in your own life where it has been, it has just been hard to follow God's will and to know what God wants you to do? Yeah. I mean, I can think back to a few different times, um, really in some, major kind of transitions in my life where I've tried to figure out like, okay, what's, what's best next, you know? And, um, I think, you know, specifically I went to school here at Ozark and when I was getting ready to graduate, I was kind of trying to figure out what, what would be best. I mean, where should I go? What should I do? What should I even pursue? What do we feel like God is doing? And, um, I think for us, it was, it was really a kind of a, uh, a journey. It didn't happen suddenly that we kind of suddenly, you know, one day just like, boom, this is it. We figured it out. Uh, but I, I think it was actually a, a variety of different things. People speaking into our lives, kind of guiding us and directing us, um, us continuing to pray and seek God's will. Uh, honestly, through like an ad in a magazine that I read, I feel like God kind of, you know, um, showed me something that I didn't know before. And so I think all of these things, um, if, if, we're listening um, to kind of go with what you're saying. I think all of those things at, at certain points in my life are what helped lead me to figure out what it is that God wanted me to do. So, For sure. All right. Awesome. Um, 
Mike, uh, kind of same, similar question to you. Yeah. Has there been a time in your life where you felt that it was just really difficult uh, to follow God's will, to know what God's will was? Yeah, you know, and I think, um, like John's saying, you know, with there being so many voices, I think with this this whole subject, there can be a lot of fear, like fear that maybe we're we're somehow going to miss what God had in mind for us, that maybe it's it's some mystery that we're at risk of not being able to decode. Or, or maybe it's even fear like, I think God wants me to do this, but I'm, I'm scared to do that. Mm. Um, and so I think for me, um, kind of like John said, there's been certain times where I can look back where there were like major transitions, graduating high school and deciding to come here. Um, actually, the first time I stepped on this campus was, was at a Deeper Life event, my senior year of high school. I grew up in California and Oregon, so for me, it, it honestly was pretty scary to think about going to Missouri. It was somewhere I had never been before, didn't know anybody, and but I felt pretty confident that it was what I was supposed to do, but there was still a certain fear um, to, with that. And then, um, you know, as I continued to have experiences while I was here as a student and, and even uh, trips that I, I felt like I was supposed to take, there could be a certain fear to step out with that. Um, you know, I'll share a little bit more about this tomorrow, but, uh, uh, before I was here, I was actually over in Japan and that was a place I'd likewise had never been before, but felt like I was supposed to go and, and help, uh, start a church. And so, you know, there was no big, bright sign in the sky. There was no voice from heaven. And, and I think a lot of us, that, that uncertainty is is part of what makes this so hard am i missing it is am i doing the wrong thing it feels like the right thing i don't know and so i think uh you know kind of along the same lines as what john said with so many different voices so many different options and even the longing we have in our own heart to to do something meaningful with our life uh what if it doesn't work out you know so how can we know for sure what god's will is for sure and it's i mean it's a lot like what I hear you guys saying, it's a lot like that game that we just played. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you know, there's God's, God may be speaking something, but we've got so many other voices. There's so much chaos happening mm-hmm. and it's just clouding our ears that we, we don't know what it is. We're, mm-hmm. we're, and that fear aspect, I think is a huge thing too. Um, so, uh, and you guys, you guys touched on this, um, but you know, there are, there are tons of things that are vying for our attention. Um, and, and you listed a few off, John, but like, what are those things that are vying for our attention? Or if, if you guys would care to share, what were some things that were vying for your attention that made it difficult for you to try to find out what was next? So, yeah, yeah I think, that, um, I think the, the hardest things for me are always the, the things that are good, right? So it's like, what do I do if I have a lot of good options, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, ministries or different opportunities to go different places. And, you know, these all seem like, these all seem like good options. And I can see how, you know, this, this would be good and this would be good and this would be good. Um, even on our day-to-day, you know, like on a day-to-day scale, sometimes it gets difficult to figure out like, well, well what should I do with my time? How should I spend my time? Yeah. And a lot of times it's not a choice. I mean, sometimes it's a choice between what's bad and what's good. And then the choice is a little bit easier. Uh, but when you have a choice between lots of good things, um, how do you go about choosing, choosing what's best? I think sometimes it can be kind of frustrating and, and mm-hmm. we can feel paralyzed almost yeah. with indecision. There's a real big difference between 
do you want to stub your toe or find ten dollars? And being at Baskin Robbins and being like thirty-one flavors. Oh, jeez, you know that's exactly. that is paralyzing. You know, I mean, obviously that it's just a small decision. You know, those aren't the big life decisions. I mean, sometimes it's a big life decision, um, but yeah, definitely. There's that. There's that paralyzing factor to it of not. Man, this is really good. This is really good. I just think I don't. I just want to stop. So yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and I think you know there are certain things that maybe aren't bad, but at the same time they they are pretty attractive options. You know, I think like making money. You know, uh, well, there's you know there's good things, but you know it's responsible to have a good career and and you know get a job that's really well paying and i can take care of my family and you know but right behind that is this temptation you know and that is that is a bad thing you know the the greed or the attractiveness of of just wanting to be liked and famous and wealthy and those types of things i mean um you know i can think of times along the way that it was like um even if it's not overtly bad it's still something that would pull me away from uh, what what are actually priorities to God, you know, and so I do think that you know I want to be honest in my own life about sometimes it's hard to follow God's will because there's stuff I'd rather do because I I'm selfish, <laughs> yeah. and you know just that's my na- you know uh, my nature um, apart from His grace and His transforming power, and so um, so I think we have to be kind of brutally honest with ourselves with this question too that there are things. That kind of deep down we may have a suspicion or God's will, but man, other things sound like more fun sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, we, you know, we're talking a lot about like, you know, trying to discern what God's will is. And, and sometimes, you know, like you were guys saying, you didn't get a big, bright image in the sky. You didn't get a burning bush like Moses got. You didn't, mm-hmm. didn't get a fleece like Gideon. You just, you you didn't get an audible voice telling you go to Japan um, which would have been crazy uh, you know just wake up in the middle of the night go to Japan oh jeez huh? uh, it would have been convenient to get that yeah it would have been super know, convenient some of the questions well I had the voice just told wake me. your wife up we're packing we're the going voice to Japan said we're going we're going the voice said um, but yeah we don't always we don't always get that but yeah. you know I think there are there definitely are things that God has given us there are yeah. things already in place that God has given us that allow us to see kind of what his greater will is. And what are, what are some of those things that God has already given us to help know his will? Yeah. Well, one of the, one of the things I really, I hope everybody goes away from this weekend, at least feeling is that, is that God isn't holding out on us. Actually, he, he has given us a lot of resources to know his will. Um, if we'll just take advantage of those. So I'm excited to talk tomorrow morning and, and focus really on, on scripture, on the Bible, on the word of God, that, that God has given us his word and that a lot of our questions, there actually are answers to, um, if, if we put in the, the effort, if we tune our hearts and minds to his word. And so, um, there's so many voices, but this is the question we're getting at this weekend. Are we listening? Are you listening? And so I'm excited to share uh, specifically tomorrow morning about how how God's word is our uh, our starting point for knowing God's will. To know God's will, start with scripture. And then again, we just have to ask ourselves, are you listening? No, I think that's great. I, I, I think that's a really good thing. I think a lot of times when we're trying to wonder what God's will is for our lives, we 
we just wonder and wonder, but we never really do stop and ask ourselves that question. Well, am I listening? Mm -hmm. You know, I I think of the story where a man is sitting on top of a house and it's flooded and he's sitting there and he, he prays to God. He says, God, come rescue me and and save me. I know that God is going to be able to rescue me. And, um, somebody comes by in a car and they says, Hey, before this flood gets too crazy, you need to come with me and get out of here. And they said, no, God's going to send somebody to save me. Mm -hmm. And then the flood gets higher. And then somebody in a canoe comes by and says, Hey, you need to come with me and get on this boat and get out of here. And, and he says, no, no, God, God's going to come and save me. And then a helicopter comes by and (laughs) same deal. He says, no, God's going to come and save me. And then he ends up drowning. And when he gets to heaven, he says, God, why didn't you come and save me? Like, why didn't you come and rescue me? He said, I don't know what you want from me. I I sent you a car. I sent you a boat. I sent you a helicopter. Uh, And, you know, then he's kind of left one. And they're like, oh, maybe I just wasn't listening. You know, maybe sometimes we have in our minds an image of how God's going to show us his will. But if we really stop and take a minute, we can just listen. And Mm -hmm. there's some things already there. So. Well, thank you guys so much. I, I'm really excited uh, to hear more from you guys. Um, really excited uh, to have them on stage. They are just fantastic men who uh, honestly have some fantastic experience uh, of what it's like to not know what God's will is and what next moves look like. And um, really excited to hear from you tomorrow morning, uh, Mike, on Scripture, and John tomorrow afternoon on prayer. So, um, guys, if if we wouldn't, well, let's just close this moment with uh, a bit of prayer. And uh, if you guys would, just bow your heads with us, please. Dear God, we thank you so much that you are a good God. And, Lord, this question of what it looks like to discern your will, what it looks like to, to follow your will, um, it really does... Uh, it really does appear in our lives very often. And God, I pray that this weekend our minds and our hearts would be tuned to what you have to tell us. And honestly, we would be asking the question of ourselves, are we listening? Are we opening our ears to truly hear what you have to tell us? Are we truly seeking your guidance rather than our own? So God, I pray that we would be open to that and our minds and our hearts would grow from this weekend. And it's in your name we pray. Amen.